Who's there? Do we have everyone? I'm here. I don't think he's with us. We tell him? Tell him. I'll ask. I respect the hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, so... Sean, you have a good uh, lunch? Uh, uh, yeah, I actually had a super early lunch. I had it right after uh, Scrum. You no longer have to respect the uh, hierarchy. <coughs> you are in. I don't know if we want to shut that door or I keep it open. Prob probably. Probably shut it or probably... I'll shut it. Um, you guys seem to have a really good lunch. Well, Some special so, beers. So, some people had a good lunch. <laughs> Some people had a lunch. <laughs> and other people only sour cream. Things were discovered, things were lost. <laughs> but more importantly, we found a lot out about ourselves. <laughs> 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 Some of us are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so should we just talk about this? That was mostly assholes. Yeah. That, was, that was all me. All <laughs> me. Assholes. So what happened? Why, why, why are you calling me? An well, uh, well, you know, it was interesting. So we're talking. Uh, if I could just give a little like a little prelude. I'm talking to Gavin. I was like, so how was lunch? You know, because I know you guys are going there. The special Bourbon County high alcohol content beer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Gavin uh, sticks up for you guys, defends you guys and goes, uh, you know, uh, actually, they all seem pretty in control. It's pretty sane. He goes, they were really pacing themselves. And I go, I don't believe for a moment that's going to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. are a complete liar. Yeah, I don't know if you've looked at the clock, but <laughs> they've been there a while. Okay. Uh, anyhow, about as I finish that sentence, you guys come storming in and Dion goes, fuck, I left my computer there. <laughs> <laughs> and Gavin just, uh, the reason I think Gavin lost it so hard is I've never been proven right. So <laughs> no, you had specifically called that there would be something wrong with the laptops because of the working lunch. Oh, I did say that too. Yeah. Like, oh, there's no way both those laptops come back in working order. <laughs> so it was like perfect. It was spot on. And then he comes in and goes, fuck, I forgot my laptop. Both came back in working order, just right. not necessarily at the right not, time. Not carried by the right humans. Yes. <laughs> Somebody stole my laptop. That's so... So I, um, as I am almost back from lunch, get a text message saying, so Dion forgot his laptop, but it's okay. We've got it. What do we do with this? <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps we decided to let you think that you may have forgotten your laptop. And I was there and back before you guys even decided to spring the trap. I was actually suggesting. I was actually suggesting that they not... Because they came clean fast, and I was suggesting that they not come clean so fast. There's so, no sort, way... So, sort of see what investigation you would have launched over there in Monks. To be fair, there's no way that you were not much further than the front door when the I first text message was sent. I promise you I was almost at Lake. When, I guarantee... When you realized that you had a text message. 
we sent that text message very rapidly after you. You were still no, in the bathroom. No, no. So you guys don't understand. When, when you have a computer that has every production password in clear text <laughs> on, on a note on the desktop, it's an no password, it's you, you run like the wind <laughs> to that bar. When you have 6,000 Disney videos and photos <laughs> on that, that you run as fast as you can. I have a speed <laughs> for that moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we are the Worldwide IT guys, mm-hmm. and and that's a great way to kick off a uh, podcast. And I, I I can't believe it's number seventy four. I, I I had a totally different number. It is seventy four. We're the Worldwide IT guys. I'm Steve. Laptopless Dion. <laughs> Elisa. All right, John. Sean, Gavin, <laughs> and we are again the Worldwide IT guys. Um, uh, we've had a good week, and we're here to talk about uh, several wonderful subjects. Um, but I thought perhaps after that great story, it would be worthwhile to uh, <clears throat> to raise that yesterday was Valentine's Day, Aww. and. We have, uh, we're the Worldwide IT guys, even though we have Elisa with us. Um, she is one of the guys. We appreciate her. But guys, how did you do with Valentine's Day yesterday? Uh, I told the group that I got the most sleep I've gotten in a long time. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> good for you. It's a good night for you. I uh, for you. got eight hours sleep last night. And, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's... Just another, just another night. Hallmark holiday for us. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not required to do anything special. In my previous five Valentine's days, um, historically, my wife has said, "Don't waste your money on flowers. Buy me anything else but flowers. I hate flowers. Don't buy me flowers." Then my daughter was born, and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy my wife and daughter flowers one year. Uh, even if she's mad at me, I don't care." And. Since then, I've had to buy flowers for my wife and my daughter every year. And of they've course. been around. <laughs> so this year uh, I, I approach her and I said, listen, this is the point of no return. This is the point of no return. <laughs> she turns five this year. We could probably get away with never buying flowers again, or I'm going to have to buy flowers for the rest of your both, both of you for the rest of your life. Both of your lives. <laughs> both of your lives. Forever. We're looking at combine your ages. <laughs> this is like forever. We're, we're looking at 90 years of flowers. So what do you want to do here? She's like, well, it's part of the retirement plan yeah. now. Don't right? don't do what you usually do. Why don't we dial it down a little bit and see how it goes? I'm like, so what do you usually oh, do? What, uh, well, so I know I know a person who works at uh, he buys Jewel. her a pear tree. <laughs> so I know a, a, a Jewel's a, a local grocery store, and they sell flowers there. I don't know a woman who works there, and every year I go in and I say, can I get you know, I get a large bouquet and a small bouquet of the same thing, and it's like a mommy bouquet and a and a baby bouquet, and. Every all the women at the at the flower department in Jewel know me, and every time I walk in, they're like, "Oh, you're that guy." Aww, yeah. and I get the aww treatment every year. I walk in and I say, "This is what I want to do," and they go, "Aww, okay, great." So this year, with the well, why don't we dial it down and just get whatever you can, and no big deal. Spend a little less. We'll see what happens. I walk in and I say, "Well, normally I do this." I'm like, "Oh, oh, you're that guy." Aw, and I'm like, "What? I'm just gonna." But, but not this year. Not this year. <laughs> just gonna pick up a couple different things and do it myself, and you know, save a buck or two. And and they're like, "Oh, okay." So what they end up doing is helping me 
pick out exactly what I need to build my own bouquet, give me a discount on everything that I bought, and essentially do exactly what I do every year, but I, you know, I put it in my own vase myself. So gotcha. surprising my wife and daughter with a very nice bouquet of flowers on Valentine's Day, which was very, which was nice. But, so, you know, I saved 20 bucks. Um, but you have a project. I have a project, <laughs> um, which is fine. But now I'm worried that now I have a project every year yep. for the rest of my life that I have to do. So we'll see. But, um, it, you know, it was, it's fine. I Guess what? Daughters move. Yeah, uh, I, I have experience with this. Valentine's that, is Valentine's. So, well, you know, yeah. whatever. I feel like they'll find someone else to give them flowers at some point. Oh, there you go. There you go. And it'll be me. So, but it's just weird. Flowers are the thing to do on Valentine's Day. Like, if you didn't <clears throat> do flowers in some way, even if it's little, tiny, small, a thing, a one, a two, whatever, it just seems I, like I, everybody got a flower. I'm something. terrible, and my so. wife tells me I'm terrible every year because, like, I think we were dating, and I, I don't know if I blew it off that year or what, but I literally just went, you know what? I hate the Valentine yeah. thing. I hate having to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I can bring you flowers on any day, and yeah. that's a big deal. If it has to be around the special day, then it's expected and it's ridiculous. So I'm probably not going to do flowers on Valentine's Day. And and from that day forward, that's all I hear. Leading up to Valentine's Day, she's just like, "Well, I never get I never get flowers yeah. at all." Period. But I know I'm not getting them on the 14th. I know. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I know nothing's coming on. It's like, all right, that, that kind of hurts. But, yeah, you, you know me. And, and we've fallen into this pattern of the week before Valentine's Day or even month before, depending on what stores we happen to find each other in at the same time. We'll walk in and I'll go, hey, look at that big candy heart. Hey, happy Valentine's Day. And she looks at me and goes, oh, that's sweet. Thanks very much. And that's our Valentine's Day for the most part. We have a nice dinner that that we do together. We make a nice dinner and we kind of have a nice dinner together. But our little gifts to each other are those moments in the store when she goes, hey, look at this card. Happy Valentine's Day. And no, we don't buy it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's enough. Our, our dog was sick the last couple of days, so we both took turns picking up Oh, the shit. That the dog be, yeah. diarrhea mm-hmm. yeah. with each other. So That's nice. that That's was sweet. really sweet. <laughs> well, I actually no. received oh. flowers, uh, I think, for the first time in my life from, from a lady. It. Wow. Um, yeah, so I've been dating someone for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and wow, I that's usually a record, isn't it? Two weeks? It's yeah. Well, is it two and a half? It's been like five weeks. Oh, it's hey, pretty good. Go. Um, so I do this. Like I like to gather some information, and you know, so I'm asking her what her favorite flower is, and I'm just volunteering mine just to kind of make the conversation easy and whatever. Anyway, so she actually remembered uh, from our second date the flower that I said was my fucking favorite flower, and she gave me my favorite flower. Wow, right? Neat. Pretty pretty amazing, right? Yeah, pretty sweet girl. That's pretty good. Yeah. What 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 is your favorite flower? It's a white orchid, obviously. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, a lovely flower. I thought it was like marijuana. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I was going. <laughs> well, her, it's weird. I was telling Dion, her favorite flower is actually a poppy. She has like this really cute story about it. Uh, she is from France, and she was uh, in her hometown, and she was like uh, having a rough time and having a rough year, and like a stranger like picked a, a wild poppy flower and gave it to her or something. So oh. it's like this really kind of sweet story. Huh. But, uh, nice. yeah. Her true love. Right. Or she's a heroin addict. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. Either way. Well, do you guys know the, um, uh, like, 
the gifts of Valentine's Day, you saw that there's now a way to give um, special sort of personal gifts, if you will. I but have not seen this. What's th- that about? You haven't. You haven't. Uh, no. Looked in I've on seen this? the giant teddy bears. I've seen the really creepy pajamas. How about how about um, uh, virtual blowjobs? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Apparently, so a way if you're doing a long distance relationship and you can't have uh, sex in person, apparently you do this. there is a way. There's a, a device and an application and perhaps a, a little video that might go with it from some yeah. porn company. That allows you to give virtual blowjobs. I can't believe you're going to debase this conversation about romantic love and platonic love I, and all forms of love. You told a very sweet poppy story. Right, yeah. I had to get out of the <laughs> out of the high ground and back down to where we belong. I love it. Okay, <laughs> keep going. So, so look this up. But more importantly, Burger King of Israel, of all people, mm-hmm. has now an adult meal. I think it was only on Valentine's Day after 6 p.m. Only on Valentine's Day. Yes. After 6 p.m. Yes. You can buy an adult meal, and it comes with a toy of some sort. It comes with two sandwiches, two fries, two drinks. Israel. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're reaching out. I think this is all part of the... uh, what is it we were talking about earlier? The the Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, whatever. Mm-hmm, I think yeah. that's all part of our culture now. So Burger King can offer this offer this up. Um, you, you could never do it in America. I feel. Uh, no. I don't know. Like, I, I wait, you I, could. I, I feel people that boycott that shit. Like I, I think companies are getting better at realizing. You know what? You're just an angry person that doesn't actually. Ninety percent of people either like it or don't have an opinion on it yeah you know i i think america is getting better about not listening to angry assholes well the thing is that from the article i saw it's not like very provocative toys it's more like have you ever seen those head ticklers you can get at any like uh like marbles or any of the toy stores and it was like a feather like oh yeah yeah sure yeah and like a, a yeah. little mask it's, so it's it wasn't like you were giving a dildo yeah it's playing hot <laughs> <laughs> shaped like fried chicken exactly <laughs> or vice versa oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, this yeah. chicken's really dry rubber that's that's all fair um I, would you buy it? Buy the Burger King dart? Yes. Well, it's a little weird because it's like, it almost seems like it would only just be ironic hipsters mm. that would actually would go there for an actual romantic meal. Well, yeah. yeah. You go to Burger King, you know, but yeah. I'm with you. I, I yeah. don't, I, uh, maybe because it was ironic, you'd do it. But yeah, yeah. beyond that, no. Yeah. No. I, I like the sex positivity. Good for a laugh, but yeah. Um, sex positivity like that. Sex positive, man. That's that's the thing in the new generation. Can't. You haven't heard that term before. I'm. I mean, you're sold. Catholic, so what would you do? About that? <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> is this is this when I asked the Catholics the uh, if you've None seen the show? None of us have started watching this. Not yet. My, you, my, you were gonna see. I it, know. Man. My wife started watching like episode six. Yeah, we're talking, about her, the, we're talking about the young pope on yep. HBO. I told her to stop, stop watching. Cause we have to start from the beginning. So, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. So I Can't promise start. this week, long weekend, next week we'll 
be into it. Are you still all in, Gavin? I am, but I have not seen the final episode yet. I am uh, at the same place. Okay. I, I am one episode away from the end. So awesome. I saw, what, Saturday night's episode, but I didn't see Monday night's episode. Right, right, right. Whatever it is over the weekend. Or Sunday, yeah, but same. Um, uh, it's, uh, I'm still asking Catholics in the room. I'd love to get your opinion on it, but you can't just watch the first episode and go, no, that's no, no. You got to give it a little time. So next week. You're still in though. I'm still in. I thought you might've bought like uh, off. You might've gone, nah. No, no. Last couple episodes. Eh, not me. No, no. Still in. Totally. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So you want the opinion of the career altar boy? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think it'd be really interesting. The real deal. Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, Catholic college. Yeah, same here. Watch, watch this yeah, show. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what you Only think. touched a couple times. <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> by by God or the lo- Anyway. That's that topic may be addressed in the show. I can't um, wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. So, so speaking of like inappropriate touching or something, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh boy, here we go. YouTubers, it was, we had a good exchange the other day about yeah. about the YouTubers and and what they're doing. So, the latest, there's two YouTubers. I don't know if you saw this. There's one guy who's like the biggest YouTuber in the world, PewDiePie, um, who got dinged for some anti-Semitic comments that he's made mm-hmm. by uh, did by Disney. Did he make Disney. it or did like, somebody on his team make it? And did he make it? I, I was told that the sketch was that, uh, and I did not see it, but that he had two Indian guys who didn't understand what they were holding. He had them dance around with signs that said something to the effect of like death to all Jews. I think it was like a was it a service that you can you can say like here, I'll give you a phrase, you hold it up, I'll pay you a certain amount yeah. of money, and some random person across the world will will do it for you, uh, something like that. I thought that was kind of the setup of it. Yeah. So and I, like I I think he was trying to make some point that you could just use the service to, and they wouldn't they don't know enough about the American language to even know what they're holding right. or something. Right. Know? But he crossed a line according mm-hmm. to sure. Disney, sure. and mm-hmm. Disney has now yep. Like dinged him and taken yep. him off their roster, whatever projects they may have been working on together. Um, and then there's another guy who I guess was um, a Mormon family guy. Okay, uh-huh. so he purported to be this great Mormon family guy, and there was some cam girl person that he was interacting with. Okay, and. She released effectively all of their text exchange uh-huh. and all the crap that was going on. And so this guy who had a reputation as this pure mm-hmm. lily white guy um, is now, <laughs> you know, basically going, oh, my God, you know what? I, I have emotional problems. I, I'm back to drinking. Uh, I've done this. Uh, I've done Mormons. that. He's basically... <laughs> Yep. Fessing up to the fact that it all kind of crashed in on him yeah. and, you know, he's just a victim now. Uh-huh. But um, YouTube, like my kids watch YouTube. The older ones, I'm satisfied they've gotten past it all. But my younger son is very much in tune to all of this. And we talk about not quite in the detail that we might talk about here, but we talk about all of this just 
to remind him that these are just folks, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, anybody yeah. can have a YouTube channel and they're not necessarily stars. They don't mm -hmm. know what they have. They don't understand what they're dealing with. And you have to remember they're just people and they might make mistakes and they might not be something that you should strive to be or or put on too much of a pedestal because stuff's going to happen. Do you think um, it's better that you get that versus like some sanitized version of like a late night host or something or some entertainer who has this pristine image but is doing like crazy coke parties and stuff and whatever no, hookers no, or no but there i don't know why at a certain age maybe the youtube thing yeah. is it, it's like more accessible and these are these are like real people that are my friends yeah as opposed to this guy on a screen that's yeah. Who knows? Because well, like, it's like participatory, and it there, does there seem is a, to be a level of they're talking to me on YouTube. Oh yeah, in sure. That, and and you can respond, and they may even yeah. respond back to right. you, even yeah. though there's 25 million people following them on it's YouTube. More personal. There's an aspect of yeah. I'm on YouTube that yeah. actually could be me someday. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's actually I forget there's a term for it that uh, feeling a personal connection that you have with someone um, that is like all about this generation. I'm gonna try to Google it. So empathy. Anyway. Yeah, it's called empathy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that like an app? What is that? Where can I download that? Empa, uh, could you say that again? What, yeah. what was that? EMP. <laughs> well, y you talked about the fact that um, these people who you know have built an audience and haven't really come up through the ranks of of the comedian circuit mm -hmm. and earned their chops, so to speak, and, and how the traditional comedians look at them so do you want to share yeah like that? the traditional comics hate youtube and vine stars and vine's dead by the way <clears throat> well it, it is dead but there were a lot of people who were signed uh i forget his name like that one athletic blonde guy that would always do quick vines i, I forget hmm. what his name was but um you know, uh, there were a lot of agencies and, and a lot of networks giving deals to YouTube and Vine stars, and they always end up getting canceled or fired. You yeah. Know? And, the, like, a Cartoon Network had, like, this alt-right show called Million Dollar Extreme Presents. Hmm. He got fired because he was saying, like, insane stuff, like, about Hillary Clinton and, like, you, you know, Pizzagate and all that. Um <laughs> I do wonder sometimes, you know, when HBO has signed a bunch of YouTube stars and supposedly, you know, to mixed results, but uh, you do wonder, it's like, and I don't know if this is good or bad, but I, I think when you're on YouTube, you have more of a niche audience and you haven't really interacted with anyone outside your audience and versus maybe if we're only talking comedy or music, maybe somebody who's out there performing live and has interacted with more people and has to build a product that is appealing to more people. And I, I wonder, I think that's why they crash and burn. I, I, I think their numbers don't scale up to what a network wants. And I, I also don't trust their numbers. But hmm. I, I don't, I, I think... It's so funny to me how every three months YouTube and Facebook both release, oh, by the way, our metrics were wrong. The views are all wrong. Uh, <laughs> they're not as high as... Well, and, and, that's, <laughs> you know? and that's like the, the official stuff. Yeah. Uh, your point being, um, my, my youngest was telling me this story of a YouTuber who um, has gotten all kinds of crap because he like starts a video 
and he or he has a little like preview thing before his video where he's just like if you want to see my video like it like yeah. it now like it right now yeah, yeah. we're trying to get like 20,000 likes yeah, in yeah. the next 10 minutes like it and it they're falsely driving yeah exactly yeah, number the, it, yeah exactly the, it, a lot of it is the gaming yeah. of, or even if it's not that artificial it's about choosing topics that they know will trend within like the youtube or facebook ecosystem that again doesn't scale up to a tv show you, you know where mm. it just has to be about the content well to a degree I mean, I, I think there could be advantages to just having this niche market where you haven't been out there with the public, where you could almost be like an auteur who doesn't have to give a fuck about other people's reactions. But it doesn't seem like we're getting those people. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like we're getting a bunch of people that just do inside jokes. And because they're talking to the choir, they don't have that. They didn't grow. But one of the things I will say about performing live is you really quickly get a good sense of how far you can go with something. Because you have people going, oh, sure, you, you yeah, know, you and you don't have that on a YouTube yeah. channel no. if everyone loves you, you know, right? Because right. they just quit watching, right? But so on YouTube, you get the people who are uh, they're following you because they're already associated with the thing that you're doing, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. like it's a video game blog, so uh -huh. they're already in the video games, so they watch you. Like my daughter watches YouTube where kids play with toys and do things and. You know, it's fine. Like, you know, they're so it it it's a thing that she already does, so that's why she mm -hmm. watches it. Um so, you know, I, I think they're already of like mindedness. Sure, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's why they're there. It's not like they just stumbled upon a vlog and said, What the fuck is this yeah. guy doing? Isn't it weird how like So like but they they you search for the thing that you like Exactly. You find the guy that does it. They pop up as the yeah. number one hit because everybody else likes what they're doing. Therefore, you start watching them and you go, oh, yeah, I like this family who plays with toys yeah. and does things and has a, has a good time. Or I like this comedy yeah. guy, this you know, this this comedy star who does these jokes and does his own thing. And Because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for it. I found yeah. it. Now I watch them and I subscribe. I didn't even notice they had 2.5 million you yeah, know, yeah, followers yeah. and subscribers, which but means I they probably make – I don't know, four hundred to a million dollars well, a year I, yeah. in advertising, so which I, is crazy. I, I am. But. I know. I'm not in the demographic. I totally understand that. Um, but like YouTube is where I go to find something that I, you know, a, a snippet of something that I remember. I don't use yeah. YouTube to watch pure content. And I get it. I'm not in the yeah. demographic. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't be doing this. But when I come across things that are interesting and I find out that those people that I just found that were interesting on YouTube actually have a full-blown presence. They're not just YouTubers. I give them a lot more gravity. I, yeah. I care more. They have an entire presence online it's not just a youtube channel it becomes more interesting to me and i want to know more about them but if you're just on youtube th that's not a thing to me that's not you a know, thing I, yeah. I just don't think you found the right portfolio directors channel that you know caters to exactly what you're looking for <laughs> <laughs>
That is absolutely true. I mean, who knows? They may be just like, you that's, know, that's all holy I watch. cow, these, these project management tools are amazing. Have you guys tried this thing? And you know what? And, <laughs> well, that's probably out. It's funny know, how many, like my I'm son. I'm not joking, my but son I'm joking. My knots. <laughs> and he, he just watches YouTube channels where dudes tie knots, you know? And like wow. kids and his son, like, like kids will come over and like, oh, have you seen this guy? And they'll watch a YouTube channel on a guy that does like ice experiment. It's amazing how specific. Oh, and There's that a kind of stuff with... is very interesting, but yeah. I'm not going to subscribe. Or, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's no, just no, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that was fun to watch. There's yeah. a channel for every topic that has 250,000 followers, subscribers, whatever you're, yeah. you're looking at. But whatever you're doing, yeah. there's Ridiculous. a guy who does it. Or I think a group that, that does aspect it. of it is kind of cool. And there's a, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a subscriber yeah. base that has at least quarter of a million people following it. So if it's a comedy thing or a, a, yeah. a man, portfolio management thing or a, a toys thing or just being five year old thing, there's a there's a channel that yeah. that has a quarter of a million people that subscribe yeah. to it and watch the exact. My same son thing. watches Dude Perfect and I can't stand it. Dude Perfect, what's that? Yeah, those guys are funny. I don't know. I, I, I can't stand listening to those guys scream all the time. So it's a bunch of um, douchebags. Like, hey, hey, brah. Hey, brah. Yeah. Why don't we Why don't we see if we can, you know, throw a football through a basketball hoop from like 500 feet away? Off and a dam. And yeah, it's, it's very, crazy. You know, it's crazy. one of those videos where you're like, there's no way that was, that was real. They edited that. It's not real. And then they're like, no, it's real. And dude, perfect. Oh, these throws. guys. I've heard of these yeah, guys. Yeah. My. My buddy who works in advertising. Yes. Uh, Sean, we work in advertising. I know <laughs> we do too. But so he is he works for a small firm where he has to do the buying too. And all these all these people this is another reason why I don't believe the YouTube ad numbers at all. Because whenever you hear somebody saying how much money they make off YouTube, it's always that person. It's never like a reliable <laughs> it's never YouTube publicly disclosing what they and, and one thing I've learned is, is artists always lie about how much money they're making. Right. I, I don't believe this shit at all. And the other reason why I don't believe it is when you talk to these people, he talks about, like, how willing they are to change everything if you're willing to put a small product in their ads. And I'm like, there's there's no way these guys are making what they they claim to be making. Oh, I don't know, dude. If, Fifth, if you have 15 million subscribers on a YouTube channel, just with the basic YouTube, I'd like to put ads in my videos, you don't have to do anything else for a living. You're making six figures. With 15 million I, subscribers. I don't know that that's true. Like, it, it, The only people that have that, claimed that are the artists. There's at least a why dozen this, YouTubers. Why isn't this a video podcast? Yeah. We should... We but there's talk. at least a dozen YouTubers who do this. Yeah. Starting with the first one we talked about, PewDiePie, he makes he makes six figures, yeah. at least. Well, I know Dude Perfect makes. The they got to split it between six guys, but they they have a revenue that comes in just with these videos. So they don't have like a day job. They just yeah. do fucking Dude Perfect videos on YouTube, and that's their living. And they make a good living, probably more than almost everybody in this room. And that's what they do. Well, I will say this, and granted, it was many years ago. I had a video. I've had three videos that have had a combined over hundred thousand views, and I subscribers. No, not subscribers. I never made. More than thirteen cents off any of those videos. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> but you it don't was have subscribers. all your fault. Yeah, yeah. But no, you don't see, because that's why I don't. I don't believe. And you, you, the artists that actually showed the checks. But it's not. But, but but Google the artists that showed the checks. It the math doesn't scale up to what these what these assholes are claiming. Yeah. Because there's a lot of artists that actually share the checks, and then they share the views. Oh. 
and then you you start to get in. So unless Google exponentially pays more after a certain level, which I don't believe, it's not. I believe these people are all lying. I'm not saying the YouTube ad generated <laughs> Google paychecks are making you the money. I'm saying you're, based you're saying on it's like the corporate fact sponsorships. That you, have, you have 15 million subscribers. You can then say, "Hey, dude, perfect, sponsored by Target." Oh yeah, that I agree with. That Boom. I agree with. Sure, you got sure, you, sure. you're making five million dollars. Sean, you need to talk to Malorts and yeah, I agree renegotiate you. But, that, the deal. But that's my point. If you yeah. have 15 million subscribers, you can then go to somebody and yeah, say, "Totally," and that's what they. I'm going to put a video out tomorrow. And if yep. I say the word target, 15 million people will hear the word target tomorrow. Yep. Therefore, I want to get paid $300,000 yeah. for this video. Yeah. No, I, I totally They say, that. you and know I what, that market, that market research sounds fine to me. EB family does the same thing. They're, they're this family of, of yeah, uh, they just them. go on vacation. They play with toys. They do things. They meet people. It's funny to me because now watch, content is closer but, to 1950s TV. Where they're like, and I want you to know, this is the sponsor that made this all possible. And the product yeah. is part of the content now. Who are you reaching? How many people? Yeah. And you can I'm not put saying it's good or bad. It's just interesting how we're back to the future, you know? Oh, it's the new future. Yeah. Yeah. So. When well. will then be now? <laughs> um, um, Do perfect's ridiculous. He just caught a football in his crotch. I mean, come on, John. <laughs> hey, are you calling my son stupid? Come on. He's saying it's ridiculous. He's saying you got to get on board. <laughs> I'm not getting on board. I hate it. I, uh, I'm so, too old so for it, I guess. So me. I, I don't get it. It's like... I don't get it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you don't get what? Dude, perfect? <laughs> the concept of these YouTubers being, like, something to really watch on a regular basis. Like, I get the concept of people who are building programming that makes sense over a long period of time, but using just YouTube as your... I, I understand why they do it. I don't understand why consumers consume it. That's my problem. Um I also it's wonder the dumbing the, down of America I, I the, again. The, yeah, I wonder how much of the brevity of it helps. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder. I yeah, wonder but, if, like, in twenty years, but YouTube years, is now trying desperately to to get longer form. But nobody oh, wants it. Their see, consumers now, don't want it. I completely it, you know? disagree yeah. in the dumbing down of America. YouTube is not the dumbing down of America. YouTube it's is the. Dumbing the up. I no no no. It's you, the exposing of I how dumb we already are. I only want to see the specific thing that I want to watch. I'm not going to waste my fucking time with the other stuff. Like I want to yeah. watch the guy who plays Call of Duty and tells me exactly what I want to know about the Call of Duty game, or PewDiePie who does essentially pop culture and whatever he does, or the Dude Perfect guys who do these crazy fucking stunts. Or uh, I want to watch. Uh, what do you what do you wear today? What makeup do you put on? How do you dress? What cars do you drive? It's the thing that so you can us, dial yeah. into on YouTube that you only dial into and not have to worry about the other things. So it's not a dumbing down. It's a it's actually the generation of show me what I want to see when I want to see it, which is what you've always said you want to do, which is when I want to watch a TV show. Show me the TV show. I'll pay for the TV show or the, the, the media content, and that's what I want to see. This generation is growing up with, I'm interested in this. Right, but YouTube, I want to see those you, people who are interested in but, this and only this. But YouTube is, is watered down and overwhelmed with so much that working through that is ridiculous. So what's happened is the environment has gone from a watered-down mass media 
three-channel world, three-network world. You get what you which get. Is, and we I give get it to a long you, time ago. And that's all it is. To YouTube, everything, anything, and whatever all over the world to now the the cream of the crop is coming through. And, and what Amazon's doing is very interesting now. They, they have a Academy Award-nominated film. Amazon of all companies. Sure. But you look at Netflix, you look at Amazon, you look at uh, HBO, absolutely. You look at these higher-end companies that are producing <clears throat> extremely high-quality fare against what you're talking about with YouTube. Those companies are giving you the opportunity to focus in on very good, very high-quality stuff in a different way than what YouTube is, which is, you know, and this is what I think Google is, is struggling with. They're trying to figure out, we put out this platform and we generated all this stuff and it's great because we've generated a ton of revenue and we're making money and they're making money and there's no arguments here. But at the same time, they see that that's a very limited, limiting place. They're not getting critically acclaimed work they're they're struggling with. Do you think where do but I do you go think from millennials here? Give a shit about critically acclaimed stuff. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying I I I actually appreciate an Oscar nominated movie that I'll go watch and appreciate. I'm saying, do you think millennials give a fuck about acclaimed, uh, uh, you know, nominated or people who review things? I think people, the in my opinion, and I'm not a millennial. I'm much older than that. I think they say. I'm interested in this. I will surf the 10,000 YouTube videos that are published every day, the 3.25 billion videos that are published every single month. Find the people or the group or the thing that does what they're what what I'm interested in and watch it as opposed to the the thing that's, you know, spoon-fed to me via one of the media outlets. I think they just say, I, you know what? Uh I like to play this game. Well, you know, let me just Google it. Let me YouTube it and see what's out there about this game or this thing or this movie or yeah, whatever. It's, yeah. And they may watch a TV show and subscribe to it and do it. But On the I, hierarchy I, of... I, I don't think it's I don't think it's it's to be poo pooed on. I think it's just a different mentality. And I wouldn't then say don't, a, then, critically then, acclaimed is different than then what I'm interested in. shouldn't be trying to figure out how to make it something that it's not. It is what it is. Adopt it appreciate it and move on the, my problem is they're, they're trying now to make it like television they're trying to how do we get well, these longer everybody, form videos and how do we this and how do we I that think everybody's Just realized YouTube that is content YouTube. is king content is king if you can get somebody's attention for 30 seconds that's king whether it's a commercial uh, a dude perfect video or whatever content is king everybody wants content everybody wants to make their own content Serve it up and show it to you because before you watch the content, as you're watching We're the content, doing it here. and when you're done with the content, there's a fucking sponsorship that goes along with it. Therefore, they make money. Well, well, there's so not, no matter what you're – yeah, we make no money off this, right? Okay. So – but that's the whole Gavin's point. Beard sponsors us. But, yeah. I mean, that's what everybody's doing right now. Everybody wants content. Apple wants content. They're doing fucking karaoke, carpool karaoke commercials. With James Corden, because that's the biggest thing right now on iTunes is going to be this this news this new thing that he does for that CBS. Awful. 
and he sings with people and that was like the Grammys thing that was a commercial that's like all over the internet carpool karaoke is content the Grammy Grammys just happened did did anybody watch the Grammys I did watch the Grammys I always watch the Grammys I usually watch the Grammys did did you watch the Grammys I've never watched the Grammys you should I never have either yeah like we're nodding your head I thought maybe you yeah. did no John did not watch it no no nope. so you know this was Neil Portnow. I watched the Grammys for Neil Portnow. This was the first time you guys in a long know who Neil Portnow is? No. Wait, is he your favorite human being? No. Oh. This is not Jim Peterick. Okay. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Please, Sean. It's the drummer from uh, Rush. I mean, give me a break. Neil no, Peart? I, the president the of the Recording Academy is Neil Portnow. Why he comes the... out every year and he does what? an amazing speech and he comes out and he praises the number one. Uh, oh, you uh, watch him. You don't. You don't watch it with him. You watch for him. <laughs> yeah. He, no, no. He flies to L.A., yeah. watches Neil, the yeah. entire show until Neil someday, walks on. Some asshole who's lucky, the head of some some bullshit collection of industry someday, representatives. If that's I'm who you watch this Neil Portnow will. I will meet Neil Portnow. And it'll be. Why? Great, I thought you said Neil Pert, which is the drummer of Rush. Yes, uh, wrong. That I might watch. I watch for Neil Pert. <laughs> that guy fucking rocks. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Um, uh, this was the first year that I was reading about this as like across the board panned. Grammys are you know out of touch. They don't get it. They're disconnected from the real world. Man, the first year that I remember the yeah. the Grammys getting totally dissed on. I didn't watch it this year. I I was like, meh. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't I, you know what I think I, they always do. Here's the thing that the Grammys did, in my opinion, this year. They didn't touch on the they didn't grab an artist from 10, 20 years ago. It was a very uh, um, current current artist lineup. They had, you know, Chance the Rapper from Chicago. Who the fuck knows who Chance the Rapper is? Right. They had Beyonce. They had Adele. They had very current you know, albums and songs that were in pop culture. Well, yeah, Adele and Beyonce are in current. Beyonce's the only thing I Adele's will say is they had Lady Gaga sing a Metallica song. Oh, my God. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> are and you fucking serious? Are you fucking <laughs> That is disgusting. The <laughs> oldest person probably oh that performed in the Grammys this year was the oh lead singer god. and and the, the Metallica band. Oh my god. Well, Metallica, Metallica rep- killed themselves. They, they represent Jesus. a great mo- a moment in Grammy history talking about the Grammys always being out of touch where out of touch where it was famous, they introduced the first level heavy metal category and Jethro Tull beat Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nope. do you know who almost won the that first ever? says metal ever? like a flute. <laughs> do you know who almost won the first ever rap Grammy in 1986? I don't think I... Super Bowl Shuffle. Yeah, the uh, uh, no. Super Bowl Wrecking Crew was up for a Grammy no. for best rap album. This is a to- true story. Ugh. They lost to Parents Won't Understand by Will Smith. Uh. Of course. So, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh DJ, Prince. You're right, you are. But they had a hard time embracing <laughs> that whole thing. Hold on. Rap? Oh, yeah. Rap? I, I oh, always yeah. figured... Well, they've always the, been white, and that was a yeah. criticism of them um, this year. This year, you yep. know, Yeah. And, and they've always, always been, been out of touch, so I figured, oh, yeah. like, it's either... Like, I always thought it was either you are... I, don't, I always thought if you're appearing on the Grammys, like your kind of your career is on the downslope of the arc. Like, is that something or, that you guys or see? You, or you are literally something that the industry is trying to turn into something. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're being discovered by the Grammys, which probably is the death knell in and of itself. So is Lady Gaga on the downslope of her arc? 
No. She's done uh, the Super Bowl, uh, which I guess maybe I'm only associating that with like downside of the arc because it's like they had a bunch of fucking old white guys for a while, like Springsteen and the Who and. You know, uh, I don't know. You're, you're hurting me. I, I'm sorry. I, feel, I'm sorry. No, no, I, do feel I love like the Who. I love Springsteen. Despite, despite the Lady Gaga pop culture, I'm going to make my 10, 20, 30 million dollars by selling out to do what I do. I feel like she's turning the corner. She spent some time with Tony Bennett. She's finding out the artist that she wants to be and now can do whatever she wants. She's done everything from duets with Tony Bennett to now hard rock Metallica. show me on the bear where tony bennett so, touched you, okay? <laughs> exactly right? all, all i know is metallica so, hasn't put out a good album so, in 15 20 years and i'm just disgusted did but you they, hear the new metallica album they yeah. do have like good yeah. new art like, like it's not horrible uh they used to be a thrash metal band i don't know what they are now pop thrash uh, yeah i guess so <laughs> i feel like they have the same seven chords and i you know anyway you know who it's <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Kevin, why don't you, uh, <laughs> could you tell real quickly, just speaking of heavy metal, yeah. uh, one of my favorite stories, which sure. is uh, the last time you tried to attend a heavy metal show. A death metal uh, show? Yeah, and, uh, right. you, was that uh, the Aragon you Ballroom? You not dressed appropriately? Uh, oh, man, yeah. So, gosh, I'm trying to remember, so I'm probably going to get a bunch of this wrong, but uh, from my memory... Uh, it was at Tyler Hall? Or yeah, Tyler Hall in yeah. Pilsen, and, like, uh, and kind of an up-and-coming neighborhood in Chicago that still has some rough spots. And it's like this really amazing venue. Uh, my first time there, and I'm super psyched to see this band. I had seen them one time before. What's their Describe name? Describe the band. What's their name is uh, uh, High on Fire. <laughs> what was the opening act? The opening act had an even more oh. like like vicious name. Oh shit, Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here you are, Bingo, Lucifer. Right. So I thought, okay. So first of all, the the very first time I saw this band, I had gone after coming back. From from work and I used to dress a little bit more formally and usually would have some slacks on and a button down t-shirt and I just had these like slip on you know kind of slightly dress shoes and I I think I saw them at the metro or something no idea what and a button the very down first time t-shirt is but go on a button down, oh sorry button down dress shirt yeah. and uh, so I saw them at the the metro and I just like I was like you know what I'm just gonna go for it tonight and I'd never been in a real mosh at a metal show before so I just went in with my button down t-shirt and my dress shoes and my khakis and just went into the mosh with guys with like studded leather jackets and you know all awesome that stuff. so really fun so I was like excited to see the band and I was like you know what this time maybe I'm gonna I'm just gonna wear a band shirt I'm going to you know a show I should wear uh, you know something <laughs> kind of more appropriate is. so i wear some like jeans and i wear this like wham uh, uk <laughs> totally and i wear a uh, uh, just a t-shirt it's it's sublime it's one of my favorite bands and i'm like you know whatever it's one of the few music t-shirts that i had at the time and i'm just like yeah music get in the music mode music so t-shirt, go. get down there we're standing in line and you see these guys with like these you know like uh, split like devil beards and like all this crazy hair and like some some of the most stereotypical metal shit you've seen. They're but kick, kick it up a notch. Shit out of that place. They, yeah. Totally, and yeah. they're ready to go. They're ready to worship, worship Satan. And I get in. <laughs> they're and, sacrifice uh, something. Right. It could be you. It, it could be me. Probably. Yeah. And uh, and I so we before we, the show starts, we go to the merch table to check everything out. And, what? No, uh, no. Is that what? Because I, I was told you weren't allowed to enter. Well, um, this is the merch table is oh, okay. before you okay. enter, okay. Sorry, basically. Sorry, 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 sorry. And so I'm checking out uh, the merch table, and I see some stuff, and I, I'm like, oh, I might buy one of those T-shirts. And uh, and basically, I get to the door, and the guy sees my Sublime T-shirt, and he's like, 
uh, well, fuck, what did he say? I think he just said. I think he said, I can't let you go yeah. in. Oh, man. yeah. He's like, Sublime, you can't fucking wear that T-shirt here, man. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? He's like, and he said something about the West Coast. He said something about California and the type of music. And he's just like, yeah, you, you can't, that shit doesn't fly here, man. You can't fucking wear that T-shirt. Oh, my God. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and he was basically like, yeah. Uh, so I went over to the merch table, and I had spotted a really cool T-shirt that said Lucifer on it with, like, a, you know, upside-down pentagram and a goat head and of all course, that stuff so, really so I bought cool. that t-shirt really cool put it over my sublime uh, shirt and then I proceeded to spend 45 minutes moshing and just getting supremely violent and woke up with bruises all over my body the next day <laughs> so you didn't walk it because I had been tempted to walk in Take mm-hmm. off that T-shirt yeah. and you know, and then put it back on, <laughs> pocket it or something. Sublime. Right. I'm back to sublime. Yeah. Come on, just, yeah, beat the shit out him. of me. Yeah. Like, that guy's a great I, salesman, though. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's good. He, he sold the T-shirt. You got you buy the twenty-five dollars shirt. Claim you'd, he's like, I can't let you in there. You'll, you'll die with that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that sounds shit. familiar to me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It was yeah. more of a warning. Oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah, he really protection. thought. He's like, if I, if I send this poor sob from Naperville in here, yeah. with a supply <laughs> shirt, uh, I, we're gonna have a death on our hands. Oh my god. Yeah, if they knew. If yeah, they knew. You know, so okay, then like, I, I retract everything I just said. But you know what? I, I belong there. I, I'm not even kidding. I was very disappointed in the level of moshing compared to the first time I had gone because people were like not really making contact and people started avoiding me at some point because well, I was kind of getting wild so uh, oh, you know, I'm not going to say I was um, more metal than them but I think I was it's like uh, my I don't know that always granted I'm not into it so whatever you're not into I guess seems weird but like, like that's like ultra thrash metal always seemed weird to me like what they like have you guys ever heard the stories of like Gigi Allen and so on who was no. like He's like the king of threat. Like he would cut himself and then like spit spit his own blood onto the audience, Ugh. and they would spit it black, and he would like shit and throw that on the audience, and they would throw it back. Ugh. Wow! But like, so he's like a legend in like the thrash metal scene. And my buddy talks about seeing him in the eighties. Like my my buddy, he is like like he's my, he's been like in and out of prison. Like like he's seen he's had a life. And he, to this day, he's like, oh, that was the weirdest waiver I ever had to see to see a Gigi Allen man. I mean. <laughs> You just had to say you might get murdered as part of the show. <laughs> so the, it was weird. You like you had to you had to meet with a lawyer before you got in. You know. Oh, and I'm like, why would you want to see this show? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. There's people that like that. I guess. I I feel like the metal show I went to, nobody died for sure. There was no blood, and I I guess I could equate it to just like maybe sparring. If you like, you get hit, and I mean, there's obviously no technique involved in moshing, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. What, Maybe what there like. is technique, and you just well, didn't realize. There's it. a certain amount. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a natural, apparently. <laughs> I'm not posting any links to Gigi Allen. <laughs> I don't. Want to, so don't he died Google. really young, and then he also like the only will he had was I don't want to be buried. I just want my body to fester. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and, like, so they had a funeral for him, but like he wasn't embalmed or anything. Oh. So I guess it stunk, and you know he was on a bender before he died. So you're allowed to do that. I mean. You I, I don't say, think you're legally allowed to, I, I, allowed to do that, but like his friends were able to get the body before it was processed by the uh, huh. authority. I think once the authorities have your body, you can't just be like, yeah, yeah we, we, he wants to fester. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you create you know. a religion of your own and say he yeah, wanted uh, this. That would be different. But. Then, right. then, what is it? In Tibet, they have what they call sky burials. That's kind of cool if you've ever heard of that, like where it's. I guess they live at such an altitude on, on mountains that are so rocky that they can't create graves. Oh. So they, they you just leave they call it a sky burial, they just leave you out for the vultures. It's like an Everest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well Everest they're, yeah. Those, well, you, they're yeah, frozen. I mean, they're, they're yeah. 
Yeah. That's a totally different one. I want, guys, I want a sky burial on top of the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Dion's been telling us he's going to get us up there for 15 years. Never well, if I die, maybe that'll be the day. I hope oh, so. Yeah. That's Never going to happen. Don't worry. Hey, but we could potentially get you a flying car. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. So but, there's two. I don't know if you saw both of those stories. There's one company that is actually now um, taking orders. Okay. They will take an order for you to take a or to buy a flying car. It's a three-wheeled sort of tricycle helicopter thing. Uh-huh. They're selling these things $400,000. And they're FAA approved? Well, You're going to be able to use them? They will be in the summer this year producing the to-be-approved vehicles. Okay. And then they'll release them in 2018. Okay. That's the plan. And then you saw there's a flying taxi coming to Dubai. That was cool. I saw that. And, and that's like more like newer. That's coming. Isn't it like almost a drone, though? It's as early as this summer. Yeah. Yeah. That, you that can weird. fly in Dubai a taxi. It's a weird. drone that can carry up to yeah. 200 pounds or whatever. Yeah, the drone thing looked cool. The actual flying car thing. No, that looked like looked shit. Like it crap. looked like shit. Yeah, fuck that. Nobody's, none of us are going to get in that It looked thing. like somebody built that in their fucking garage and then just started it's like something. like uh, something, <laughs> no offense, a anybody. guy in Minnesota <laughs> built. Yeah, exactly. For no those offense. of you that, that like build flying John. cars. Yeah, yeah. no offense. Airplanes. Anybody. I wonder um, what the uh, blood alcohol content level is on um, a flying car, if it's the same as like a car or. Well, or if you have to be like a pilot, because like those pilots aren't allowed to drink for like laws need to be written. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Did you guys? You know, it was a good story. Did you guys hear about that Philippines pilot? So like, this happened about a year ago. The two Philippines pilots tried to fly a plane drunk. They were immediately arrested after a riot by the passengers. And the video <laughs> just came out. Like I'm out the shows, but this is the video. Like, they're so drunk, like, they can't even pick up their luggage. No, you totally need to share yeah, this. Yeah, so, like, they're so drunk wow. in the video. But I just loved, like, in the article, how drunk do you have to be for this to happen? Like, you know, so they say, like, the video was recently released and they were fired and uh, the CEO may have to step down for not firing him immediately, even though he had this video. Because it says, incredibly, Captain Takud Peruna, this is the guy that's fall down drunk, was allowed to board the plane I just love the sentence. But passengers rioted when they heard him over the PA. Like, how drunk do you have to be? He's like slurring. He got into the cockpit and got the mic. Got on the PA. He was so audibly and clearly drunk in his opening announcements. Hey, guys. We're, we're going bye-bye now. <laughs> and they have videos of the people rioting, too. Oh and the pilot's God. like, no, it's all cool. Well, that, that the United pilot right yeah, that, yeah yeah like i mean this was literally like last weekend or something like totally went crazy but that wasn't a pilot it was a plain clothes pilot that was on the plane oh really? i believe it was just yeah. a, no no, no. it I happened it to be a pilot pilot no it wasn't the pilot that was flying the plane i don't no, think no, no 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 no. the way that it was reported was it was the pilot of this flight hmm. who got on the plane in plain clothes refused to get in her uniform oh okay Got on the PA and was like, "Zo, uh, you know, I hate Trump and I hate Clinton and I didn't vote for either one of them. And you guys, we're going to take a vote. Should I wear a uniform? So, yeah. 
So he was supposed to board it, but he was in street clothes. A flight out of Austin, Texas was delayed after a pilot behaved in a way that caused passengers to believe she was mentally unstable. Uh huh. <laughs> the Send pilot the who CNN is not naming boarded the plane in street clothes and began speaking to Spanager, or passengers over the intercom. <laughs> and, okay. And passengers, like, started, they got very nervous. They started yeah. going, leaving the plane. It yeah. took, it was a 90-minute delay. <laughs> They took her off the plane. They said, thank you very much. Go away. And they brought a new pilot on to fly the, the flight. But, yeah, I mean, why are pilots It's a lot of stage, traveling. You're, you know, yeah. I, You're in an unfamiliar city. You want to unwind. Is this a, <laughs> like, I'm curious. Are these pilots, like, is their co-pilot always their co-pilot? They're they, yeah, like, I wonder. they rotate around, right? Because yeah, wouldn't you, you think, think so. that, like, if, like, you and I are always flying together, yeah. and I go a little off the rails, Sean? Wouldn't you just go, Hey, hey buddy, I got hey, this one. I got this one. Sit this one out. Yeah. This one out. <laughs> hey, Steve, Steve <laughs> yeah. might need to like sit down here. Yeah, can, yeah. Why don't you I board have... as a passenger? Yeah. Say you got food poisoning. Yeah. You know, I'll land her. <laughs> Yeah, I'll land her. I'll get us down. One of us is always sober. Like, I'll I see you. I see you like falling down. I'm like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> I had a late night too. <laughs> like we are fucked. Who's got my fucking laptop? <laughs> I just uh, the Singapore pilots. I I haven't seen that one. That's pretty good. So what, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen on a flight? Like, have you ever had an experience like this or? A pilot say something or no, nothing, really nothing like off the rails like this. Like either it's a shtick that they're trying to like play with the people in the in the audience, or they're on board, or they are um, like the the worst case flight scenario I ever had was we took off and the pilot came on and told us it was going to be bumpy, and it was bumpy. Yeah, I was coming back from Florida. And halfway through the flight, he said, you know, it's going to be bad. We're going to take off. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be bumpy. We're probably not going to, like, be able to turn off the seatbelt sign for a good long time. So everybody get comfortable because once we take off, it's going to be bumpy. Deal with it. Yep. It's going to be bumpy. And everybody was like, okay, fine. And so we were halfway back to Chicago and... All of a sudden, and it was, it was very bumpy. It was aggressively bumpy, but it wasn't like he warned us. And it was like, okay, good. Halfway back to Chicago, things smoothed out. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, good. Everybody kind of exhaled. Everybody was good. A little while later, pilot comes on and goes, well, that was kind of fun, wasn't it? Um, We're going to give it another three minutes or so five minutes and then we're going to turn off the seatbelt sign and you guys can get up and do what you need to do. So sure enough, stayed peaceful. Seatbelt light goes off. People start moving around. Flight attendants start getting stuff together. I mean, like to the point where carts all the way down the aisle and they're starting to serve and the plane dropped out of the sky. It felt like we were we're going down. That's when people start screaming. Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's and, crazy. And the flight attendants are up, and like everything is in like normal mode, and we go, whoom, down. And, you know, it's probably 
20 feet and it was no big deal. But to us in the plane, it felt sure. like we just dropped like 3,000 feet. Oh, yeah. my God, what happened? And the whole plane goes silent, and the flight attendants are, like, crouched down trying to figure out if they are okay. <laughs> and it's bumpy, and it's bad. And, and they work their way back to seats, and it's bumpy. And <laughs> the, the uh, pilot comes back on and goes, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry about that. My bad. My bad. We're, we're going to leave that seatbelt on a little while longer, and we'll see if we can sort you guys out a little bit later. And, you know, it, that was it. It was bad for a couple of minutes, and then it was good again. So it was just one of those events. That was the worst experience I had. I've never had a flight attendant go crazy. I have had... People kicked off the plane, but not, like, not bad. It was just, you probably shouldn't be on this flight. You, you know, clearly an angry person that yeah. they decided was not appropriate to be on the plane. And they didn't fight to get off. They were just like, yeah, all right, whatever. And they left. Um, I've never yeah. been on a plane where it's been, like, insane. I've had a medical emergency over a... Uh, I had a guy die in a plane, but that was like... Oh, did you really? Yeah. I mean, we're like over overseas, and it's like they come online. They're like, um, do, "Are there any doctors or nurses online?" First of all, and it's like, yeah, yeah, the same happened to me in the last flight. Yeah, I and I've had they them shock the a person doctor. too. Yeah, I've seen them shock a person on a wow. plane. Oh, I've not seen that. And that happened recently, but uh, yeah. So when the when they ask for doctors, and they're like, "Does anyone have this certain medication?" And the guy next to me was a, a med student. He's like, oh, if they're asking for that, he's not in good shape. No. But they found in, it. In my case, the play, the, I don't know who was feeling not well, and they were asking for a doctor, and then the bathroom was impossible uh, the whole night. It, it was like Oof. someone got very, very sick, and the bathroom was a mess. So I understood. Why they like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually on a Wednesday. <laughs> what, did, what did they do after a dude died? Did oh, they put crazy. a cover over him? So, so um, th my experience. The waitress lights goes on. You know, the stewardess light yeah. goes on. It was back in the plane. Yeah. So it was the same story. Right. There was, you know, an, a request for you a doctor. Right. It was probably a four-hour flight. So mm -hmm. it wasn't a ridiculously long flight, but it wasn't a short flight. <laughs> um, so halfway through, they asked for a doctor. Somebody got up and they went to the back of the plane. That guy was back there probably for an hour during the flight. And then that guy came back and sat back down. And we did our thing and landed. And um, <laughs> all of a sudden there was this sort of murmuring through the crowd before we were, you know, to the gate and all and yeah wow guy had died in the back of the plane and what do they do i mean they deal with it they kind of i don't know what happened to him i don't yeah, know yeah. if he was covered i don't know what happened back in the back of the plane but what i know is they did what they had to do on the plane and they landed and they deplaned everyone. Can you imagine that having like on a body. southwest flight like there's not an inch of extra space <laughs> you know i feel like you would just 
Well, you'd be I next to a dead guy. Being for, the neck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd be next to a dead guy to you. I'd be like, you know, I, I, I'm gonna insist on some free miles. An extra bag of peanuts, okay? Really, an extra drink for the people back there, or, you know, who are yeah, sitting yeah, yeah, next yeah. to this person. But I don't know. Do yeah. they put them? Do they like? Move I don't think them? you could put them anywhere. It's not like you can get down to the. I don't think you can easily get down to the lower levels or anything, you know. And or do you just like stuff them in one of the bathrooms and go that the overhead. off limit? Yes, stow them. You got to stow them in the <laughs> overhead. Another experience. Everyone grab their bags. We got to put this guy mine. up there. Uh, it was my nephew's when he came to Argentina. Uh, he has a problem that he cannot traveling buses or uh, cars without Motions. throwing. Yeah. So when they were about to land, the seatbelt light were op- were on and everybody was getting ready to land and he got the problem. Oh. So he stand up and went straight to the bathroom and the attendant said, "You must sit." <laughs> But you must sit, and he he couldn't speak because he had the thing in the mouth, and the woman didn't. So he understand. threw up in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> it was in his mouth. Yeah. And he's running to the bathroom. Oh. And the attendant di- oh. didn't allow him to go to the bathroom, oh. and was in the in the corridor trying to reach the bathroom, and the attendant blocking him, and he only had his hands uh, pointing his mouth until. One woman say, "Oh, he wants to go to throw yeah. something in the bathroom. Please let him and go." Yeah, and the attendant said, "Oh, okay, I understood. So let him go." But, but after that's like what five that bag minutes, is for you know, there's a bag in the seat. It's a little bag. It's about this he didn't big. Know. It's tiny. Poor kid. He, he, he has he, exactly just just <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told him. Why you didn't throw on her? Uh, I was so ashamed. You know, the crazy thing is they probably could charge you with assault, right? Because, like, uh, don't they? If you throw up on somebody? Yeah, or is it battery? I forget what the term is. But I I feel like uh, people have gotten, like, at football stadiums and things, have gotten charged with battery uh, for, like, spitting on people and things like that. Well, it's interesting because um, I I have heard a similar story. I, I cannot corroborate this. I don't know if it's true. I tried to look it up online when we were looking at, like, airline stories. I said, I heard this. Is it true? I heard that a dude, so that, <laughs> uh, the way the story was told is um, a person was in the bathroom, a kid went to the bathroom, 10-year-old or whatever, on his own, um, came back from his seat to his dad, and he had throw up all over him. And the dad was like, oh, what happened? I, I'm so sorry. Did you not make it? Did you not? What, what happened? He goes, No. A guy came in and threw up on me. (laughs) (laughs) So the kid didn't latch the door. Oh, he didn't turn the knob. And whoever, this guy, like, burst in and threw up. I cannot corroborate. Can you imagine that? Throwing up on somebody? I mean, wouldn't you feel, I guess, depends on how bad, how sick you are. But if I threw up on a kid, I'd be like, oh. I, I have to tell your dad. I yeah, am you so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. He didn't latch the door. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just. <laughs> yeah. Some sometimes, uh, first f- first time flying or something is 
kind of challenging because you don't know how to open the door yeah. and how to lock the door. And for kids, uh, I still get on planes and go pull, kid- push. What am I doing? What? <laughs> yeah, they, they are not kids like they need an adult, but they still need some help. And flight attendant don't understand that they are so focused on the rules, on the on serving yeah. people that they don't help sometimes. And yeah, may happen. All right. Well, we we've probably got to start winding this down. Um, there there's so many things we haven't talked about. There there was like robots. What did happen with privacy? Flying other drones. What? Privacy. We didn't talk about pri- oh. data privacy. That's a big topic. We yeah. we just we have a lot to talk about, and we're going to bring all of that to next week's podcast. Without me, I won't be here next week. So you guys have to figure this out. Um, Talk uh, about data privacy. I'll save my smoking the bandit story. And you got, yeah, you got a smoking the bandit story. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. It's perfect. Stay tuned. <laughs> Dial in next week. <laughs> so tune in next week. We, we have been the Worldwide IT Guys. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we will catch you next week. Uh, we are Worldwide IT Guys, www.itguys.com. Worldwide IT Guys on Twitter and Instagram and whatever else we do. Um, Have a good one, guys. Bye. Later. Later. See ya. I looked it up. Uh, You can definitely get charged with battery for spitting on someone. Yeah, there was a Philly. That happens to someone. That happens to Philly fans all the time. There was a guy who (laughs) during the World Series threw up on someone daily. Uh, There was a guy in Philly who vomited uh, onto a child and was charged with battery. (laughs) He vomited from the top down to the bottom. Wow. Um, Makes you think. Well, it's horrible, and it, it, thinking about that is just bad enough. I would but. feel like I've well, I've never vomited on anyone drinking, but to do it on a kid, I I would I would feel one inch tall. Yeah, I mean, especially if it was from drinking. I mean, I don't even know how to explain. It. I would expect that the dad would just knock my lights. We're out. We're just gonna go with the fact that that guy has you know, air sickness or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? It's I would never do it on a kid. I I feel like even when I if I think you, you have saw more kid, control over your vomit when you're drunk. You know. I've been vomited on. Yeah. I, I had I had my best friend show up to a New Year's Eve party. Is this high school, though? I will say high school's a little bit different. <laughs> I have been vomited on and vomited on people in high school. Because <laughs> you don't know your limits yet. <laughs> Close. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Close. At least uh, it was last pretty, year, pretty, okay? Pretty Pretty, pretty close. Ago. Yeah, I mean, he showed up to New Year's Eve party. He thought, he'd catch up. he thought he'd catch up with everybody, drink an entire bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh. Oh. Oh, an entire – he just pounded it? He pounded it in about six minutes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's your stomach going. Yeah, somebody, so, somebody just tried to kill us. I mean, I saved his life by taking the ride in the ambulance with him to the ER, and, yeah. He, oh. He, he had a rough New Year's Eve. But he puked all over. I, I bet he had a bad New Year's Day. I had too. puke and everything. I mean, when you have to have a catheter inserted oh on New God. Year's Eve, you're like fucked. So that's. I've only had vomit so. as a father. But oh my um, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that's different. Yeah, I've never had much. No, I haven't had that. You just haven't really just good friends. I've never had yeah. just vomit. men. <laughs> the only one. I've only had grown <laughs> men yeah. vomit on me. Grown men. The only time I vomited was. I was studying geology in the beginning in my college days, and we came back from uh, one day uh, travel 
to study the rocks and the mountains and uh -huh. in the way back from the mountains we spend like the two hours trip drinking wine and whatever and everything of course a student budget very low yeah uh, cheap stuff yeah. uh, so and we drank a lot and when <laughs> we arrived to the city i stepped down the bus and it was like oh fun <laughs> oh uh, i'm going to home and i'm taking the train and i was alone and everything turned out around me and I suddenly dropped oh in boy. the train uh, but it was in the station in a in, in like in a place where the rain was raining and was uh, going so everything was controlled and then <laughs> I stepped in the train my, my ride is about to leave so I'm probably yeah, you, go. yeah. as we know you have to follow him right away <laughs>